Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted, where each week we connect no-nonsense, let's-get-it-done realtors and lenders from across the country who want to grow our businesses and stay motivated with timely topics and experts in our field. I'm your host, Marjorie Adam. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome so much to Real Estate Unscripted. I'm excited to be here with Alec Hansen. Alec, say hello. Hello, everybody. Let me tell you about Alec. Oh, here we go. Oh, yes. Get ready. He is the official title that he said you don't need to say that, that I'm going to say the Senior Vice President of the West for Loan Depot. He oversees 15 states, so has been in the mortgage industry for 22 years at Loan Depot for 12, three-ish years in the position he's in. That's pretty impressive. You've been here through it all, really. At least two cycles. I can't wait for the third, I guess, but I'm grateful coming out of the second one. Yes, and we can talk about that. But what we're here for today is you as the social media guru. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yes. That's Yoda. Yoda of social media. Don't call him an influencer because we don't like that. So we really want to talk about social media. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, social media, is it important? And also it's, well, I didn't want to make my phone calls. So I'm going to go on TikTok and watch the dogs, which again, yeah. yeah, which I love, by the way. I love me some dogs and sanctuaries and things, but what we really want to talk about is the importance of social media. And what I love that in talking to you before we got on this was that it's a big opportunity. Why do you think social media is such a big opportunity? Well, I love to grab somebody's cell phone and just pull in there to the settings and see how much time they're spending on social media because everyone freaks out. We're going deeper as a society into screen time. I have young kids and screen time is like a massive important part of their day. Especially when COVID hit, these platforms matter. People are there. Our customers are there. They're getting information, education, or misinformation. And to not have a strategy to hang out with them there is just one of the biggest missed opportunities facing sales professionals today. Yeah, I think because when you think about it, we all think, okay, but it's really taking away from relationships because now we're not face-to-face as much or we're not engaging because we're on the screen. But in fact, we're engaging in a different way. To me, it's also like, I'm sorry, but you and I probably wouldn't be hanging out in the morning when I'm in bed because that would be really weird, right? I know my spouse wouldn't like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like we wouldn't be engaging when I'm sitting on my back porch having coffee. So it's a way to invite you into my life in times where we wouldn't be in front of each other, that we're starting a relationship over here that we can then create in person. We're going to talk about this, but it's how you use it. Everything's how you use it. Yep. And to pretend that people aren't there or that you don't like it, no one cares about your feelings about it. It's a thing you should understand. And then how you use it is going to determine the result you get from it. And so we and I, we were talking as well, and I love, like I say, you know, realtors and lenders, we all have to have our pillars of business and our pillars hold up our foundation. And a lot of lenders that are like, ooh, realtors, necessary evil, don't like the realtors, you better like the realtors. Yeah, evil without realtors. You called it an origination vertical. I thought that was very, that sounds very cool, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, you're hip. That's like a pillar sounds old and origination vertical is the 2023 way to say that. But it's a place to get business, right? And one thing we talked about, you kind of have learned all the things. I love that too, right? All the things. I was like, he knows all the things about social media. But you are a, and you said, this is self-proclaimed, a loud voice in the lending industry. So this isn't me calling you loud voice, but yeah, you are a loud voice in the industry, which is a good thing, which is what we all want to be in a non-annoying way, right? I want to be a loud voice in the real estate industry, not in a barky, annoying, you know, used car salesman today kind of loud voice, but I want to be a presence in a positive way. So I think it's funny because once again, it's known as this necessary evil. People are like, oh, I don't want to go here because we sort of have all of our things in our head about what's bad and it's a time waster. And it is if you 
in fact, use it instead of the things you should be doing. But it's time to really understand it's not going anywhere. No, it's not going anywhere. The use is increasing. The new platforms will continue to come to the scene. Like we have TikTok. That's a newer platform to the scene. And it's going to grab attention. It's going to grab space for people on their phone and in their apps. You just need to have a strategy for it. Yeah. We're going to go over today from the ancient where the old people are, Facebook, which cracks me up, right? Like people are like, why would I be there? Well, we have some pretty good reasons, but we're going to talk about different platforms. Some of the same things apply to all, but I really want to start with Facebook. A lot of people, their excuses, I'm 50. So it's like all the old people, all the old people onto Facebook, but who's on Facebook? Yeah. People that have jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Like your clients, as we explore all the platforms, you're going to hear this from me all the time. What platform should I be on? The ones where your customers are. Yeah. So are they on Facebook? Yeah, they're on Facebook. So you should have a strategy for that platform, period. I speak in a lot of hyperbole and a lot of intense statements. And so I'm going to try to make sure I frame this the right way. If you're not on these platforms, you're missing all the opportunity and somebody else is going to take it from you. Yes. So then they're like, so I'll be super honest. What I'm good at, I'm not. So I am very good at popping on there. We were joking about this offline a little bit, but it's like, I'll go on Facebook and I'll be like, whoop you know, they're not kind of older. Wow. That's unfortunate. Or I'm sad to hear this, right? It's almost like a newsfeed. I don't necessarily take as much advantage on the business side I do, but I'm a little more private on the personal side. But I think that that's what people do. They kind of pop on or say, I just wasted 30 minutes here. So if we really think about it, let's talk about how am I not wasting my time? What should I be doing on Facebook? Yeah. So let's cover a couple of things here. First of all, you have to frame the platform in a healthy way to understand how you should play there. Okay. If Facebook is a place where you lose time or you're scrolling and you're looking at old high school friends, whatever it is, you've curated the wrong community on that platform. So I have a thing called ICE, which stands for identify, connect, and engage. Before I even tell you about what videos you should do or any of that stuff, you need to put some work into the platforms by identifying who you want around you. Who do you want to see your messages? Who do you want to connect with and influence? Identify. And for most of us in real estate and mortgage, it's your past clients and realtor customers and community leaders. And it's a pretty easy list. Okay. So connect, go find them on Facebook and friend request them. I know it's a very amazing tactic there. And then the E, engage, instead of mindlessly scrolling for 15 minutes, why don't you spend 15 minutes in the morning with your coffee looking for those people and their posts and cheering them on, giving a thought, not just a like, no one cares about my life. And all you're doing by icing every day, right? That's, I know it's cute and stupid, but every day you're intentionally investing in the people that you want to build influence and relationship with. That's excellent. So you have to curate your community and invest in it. This is a mortgage relationship game. It's always been a relationship game. It will never not be a relationship game. So build relationships. Yeah. You have a free tool where I can come to your life and I can invest in it by saying you're awesome commenting on your post. And guess what happens? You get a little notification, don't you? I do. And then I feel great, by the way. And the dopamine comes in afterwards. And you think about little old Alec Hansen. You like me a little bit more. I didn't tell you now's a good time to buy, sell, refi. I I just said little Timmy's soccer goal was epic. That's it. Before we even talk about what you should post on the internet, and I want to get there because that's vitally important, social media is a two-way street. And if you're not investing in others intentionally, you're not going to get any business from them. We're still a know you like you trust you business industry. This is free. It's on your doorstep. Build and invest in your digital community, especially the one on Facebook, because those people are your people. They are, even if you think they're old now. The old people need to buy. I mean, the young people are also giving the down payment to the kid to get the next one. Like it's all good. You want them. Yes. Listen, I'm on there. So you do. You want me? Yes. 
That's really smart because I do think it's funny too. I think when we connect with people on social media, we also are like, oh, only my little tight circle, which is really not the point. I mean, yes, your tight circle, but it's like all, you know, my business partners, community leaders, I want to be in front of and learn from my idols, my mentors, who do I want to learn from? And you had also said, what am I following and hearing? So I want to learn. I want to be energized. I want to have someone teach me something. I want to feel great about somebody's accomplishment. There's all those things. We're kind of not thinking about that all the time, I think too. No, you get to choose how the platform works for you. Yeah. You, you people, you can block people. You're in control. People are like my Facebook's toxic. Well, maybe, maybe you're toxic because you attracted all those people. You didn't have to say yes to hang out with them, but you, you can did. say no too. By the way, if you said yes, there's another button that they can disappear, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I have people that I have muted on platforms because, and we should talk about this because it's going to go into why we don't like social media. Ooh. And because I know somebody just if you said, well, Facebook, there's people there, people like I hate it. And the reason that we hate it, because I'm with you, I'm with everybody that hates these platforms is because we as a society are misusing them because all we do is talk about ourselves on these platforms. Yes. I love me. I love me. Let me show you how much. And we do it in the worst way. We post our food. We post our picture of our kids that are happy and winning at life. Even though we just yelled at them, you know, we don't post that part, you know, (laughs) We post how great we are at business. Oh my God, I'm the number one person. Look at my new listing. Look at my closing. I have loan officers that post their own Yelp reviews. Like, can you imagine if we were at a networking event and I I grabbed you and I was like, you know what? Let me just, can I just, one second, will you just look at this Yelp review of myself? How how amazing am I? You'd be like, I am great. The path. (laughs) You'd be like, I need to get away from this person. And yet, social media, we just pretend that that's okay now. Yeah. Don't you think also it's because we don't know what to talk about. We know we need to post. We're not sure really what to do. And we see what others do. Again, we were joking about this, but it's true too. Everyone somehow is in the top 1% of their industry. (laughs) I'm not quite sure. Where are the other 99%? They're apparently not on social media, but you know, we'd like to talk about that. So it's like, what do I do? This person does this, I do it, right? So it's almost like there's a class that really isn't that says, well, this is what all these people are posting. So I must do it too. Yeah. And it's also why people don't like social. And they're like, oh, I don't like social because these people only do this. And I go, well, don't do that then. <laughs> why are you just like them? So don't do that. Yeah. Well, it really hurts when I bend my arm this way. I have a solution I'm for you. Try not do that. Okay. Then that's what not to do. What should we talk about? Now, some of this seems self-evident, but let's really, what do you, what do we talk about on social media? Well, let's get in the right frame first. Cause I found if you can land yourself in the right frame of mind, you can talk about anything and it's going to be amazing. And the frame that I find to be the most important for me and the best for social media is to serve somebody else. So it's how do I help somebody? Yes. Versus how do I make myself look good? Here's a great example. Realtor with a new listing or a loan officer that's closed their loan. Okay. I see realtors all day long. Look at my new listing. Look at me. Look at my new listing. Look at me. As opposed to this new listing is perfect for a first time home buyer. A family can start their life in this house. If you are in this demographic, you have to let me show you this place. I'm so excited to be representing it. One is framed about, look how cool I am. And one is framed about, this is for this person. Right, you're a chef, look at this kitchen. Can you imagine cooking your dinner in this kitchen, right? Or whatever it may be, this yard, I have four dogs. It's coming from a place to serve somebody else versus serve themselves. And you can do the same video. One person talking about the same listing and look at me and one saying, this listing's perfect for this family. And here's why. And both are gonna be in the same house and radically different frames and radically different videos. And so you need to be in service to other people. Be helpful. Solutions. We are solving solutions every single day for our customers. So talk about those things because somebody else is dealing with the exact same issue. If you're passionate about what you do and you feel that people work with you 
they get a better experience and a better result, then start sharing about what you can do for them yeah. and not about how good you are. Yes. We're all great. Again, we're all in the top 1%, which is fantastic. But it's also it's also what we're passionate about and what we know. What am yeah. I really good at that I can help you through? Yeah, 100%. We're just talk about me. Absolutely. And then the last piece that is in that kind of what do I talk about vein? Actually, okay, so let's, let's go a little deeper on what do I talk about? Everyone that gets in this game says, I don't know what to talk about as an excuse. And so I'm just going to call it out. Like that's just an excuse to not be uncomfortable or vulnerable. And I get it. All those things are scary. But on the other side of that is all this opportunity. If you play the game, you're going to realize that there are unlimited things to talk about. That just because you posted one video one day about the great kitchen doesn't mean everybody watched it. So you can continue to share things about that house or about the loan solution you just provided. And because not everyone's just freezing because we're doing an interview, like the world is happening around us. <laughs> really? You mean yeah, everyone okay. in the world did not watch this kitchen video? I can't believe it. Can't believe it. If you're passionate about what you do and you know you can help somebody, then keep talking. And I swear, I've done this with classes and groups and individuals. And it's like, okay, well, what problems did you solve this week? And people start listing them out. Like, let's get a whiteboard up. Let's get a whiteboard up. What, what are you solving this week? And in 30 minutes, you're going to have a page full of things to talk about. So we realize really quickly, it's not about that I don't know what to talk about. Yes, you do. That's just excuse number one down the drain. Yes. There's things to talk about. Yeah. So while we're in excuses, might as well stay with excuses, but there's some really good ones, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I can't stand myself on video, then don't watch it. Like that's really the key, right? What is oh. it? You just ship it. You said you're. Yeah, let's, let's talk about video and excuses for a second, because video is dramatically important. Video is a medium where huge human connection opportunities happening. There's billion dollars being spent on movies and videos and TV shows. I mean, how many actors do you think, you know, you don't know them. You just think you know them because you've had experience with them and that they have not had with you. These platforms matter, not only to mention that the actual social platforms are highlighting encouraging video. So you'll go further on these things. You cannot win to the level of your capacity if you don't play in video. I don't like what I look like and sound like on video. I have a face made for radio, whatever the saying is. It's great. Nobody cares. Yeah, no. No, they care about themselves. They don't care about you. They don't care about what you look and sound like. They care about what they look and sound like. That's their insecurity, not yours. And most of us have friends that don't run away screaming when they see us because we're not trolls, especially as a mortgage professional, real estate professional. Are they ever going to see you? Are you going to tour them through houses? They're going to see you. Yes. You might as well let them see you now because they're going to get you. You can't hide. I know that a lot of us use our high school photos on our advertising. Yes. They're really going to see you. Yes. So, the real you, not 25 years ago you. Yes. I have a great quote um, that I, I keep on my phone and I'll share it with you because it helped me in my personal video journey. And it's a guy, David Foster Wallace says, you will become way less concerned with what other people think of you when you realize how seldom they do. Yeah. So let's get that excuse out of the way. People like you. They've heard your voice. They don't run away screaming. You're fine. And pick up the camera. And what if I say something stupid? Yeah. So first of all, <laughs> this is going to be very ranty and I'll try not to make it ranty, but here's the deal. No one cares about your one video. They didn't watch it. And hold on, because everyone's like, well, Alec, aren't you telling me to make videos? Like, just, so stay with me. We're going to go on a ride here. Okay. We're not famous. No one cares. The world's not stopping to watch every one of your videos. Okay. So we landed there. I'm like, that sounds hopeless and terrible. Like, thank you, Alec. <laughs> yep. Right there. Secondarily, I have to translate this through my dumb sales brain. When I went and prospected realtors in 2002 and three, and I went door to door and drove up and walked into their open houses, it wasn't like, oh, thank God, Alec, you're here. I have prequels for you. I've just been waiting for you to walk in here. No, 
They ignored me, lifted up a magazine. As soon as they heard I was a lender, not a buyer. And that's a fun story. I didn't introduce myself as a lender once and someone toured me like a buyer. And I could never go see that realtor again. So I just, that was it. That was over. I went for the whole tour. I was too late. I'm in, I'm on the ride. <laughs> so one video, one incorrect thing. First of all, you're not going to say something dumb because you're a thoughtful, intelligent professional and you're not going to say something dumb. Second of all, that insecurity is garbage because no one cares. But what's really happening in video and social is you're making micro impressions. Micro impressions build unbelievable value. It's like every time I walked into an open house, I didn't get a deal, but the 17th time, the 25th time, the 36th time, and then I'd see you at a networking event or I'd see you out in the wild at some sporting kids thing or whatever. And all of a sudden I wasn't this annoying mortgage guy. I was just Alec and you got to know me. And then maybe you decided if I was trustworthy and I was consistent. So maybe that means I could, I could handle some responsibility. Maybe you'd take a business meeting from me if I called you now, because I've showed up. On social, these micro impressions are doing all that work for you. They're unbelievable brand building opportunity. They're making human connection. People are going to say, I, I see you everywhere. I feel like I know you. And all that stuff is going to make deeper connection with your clients. It's going to attract more clients. It's going to attract more business partners. And so while every individual video doesn't matter in itself, all of them collectively matter tremendously. And that's the opportunity. And that's where it's like, so what if you did one video you didn't like? somebody else probably made an impact on them. Yeah. Instant yeah. gratification culture. Oh, yes. Well, that's, again, social media. That's why I post my phone. Why did I go viral? I did one video. Yeah. yeah. You have the weirdest frame of what you think you're supposed to, of how amazing you are, because <laughs> nobody cared. Yes, no, seriously. But I think that's the important thing. And you told me, actually, you did an experience, which I was like, if you assign this, no one will do it, just so we're clear. <laughs> if someone does it, we'll pay them $100. How about that? Both of us. Um, you did 100 videos in 100 days. Yeah, and they're on my YouTube channel. And I put them in a playlist. You can see it. They're all, they're all there. They're all about one minute long. Okay, so we didn't necessarily hit this, but I, I love this comment. In 2018, I had an epiphany. And that epiphany was, we're becoming an internet first society, in my opinion. And that definition, what that means is, we are going to the internet for information and education more than we're going to our referral partners. We'll go to them next or we're going to them simultaneously. We are Googling the sales professional we're talking to while we're talking to them. Absolutely. So if we're invisible, if great salespeople are invisible on these platforms, we are going to lose out on opportunity. That epiphany led me to be like, we talked about this a little bit offline. I was raised going door to door and meeting realtors. And that's how I was brought up in the business. And I made great relationships. I did a lot of business, all that fun stuff. Well, social media is relatively new to our world. It kind of, it's been around, but it's really quote new. And a lot of us don't have strategies for it. That made me in 2018 be like, I need to play. I need to figure this out. I want to be in the game. And then I did the hundred videos in hundred days to show up, to start having a purpose to show up. And I will never do that again. It was terrible. <laughs> I had a rack of t-shirts and I would film one video, take the t-shirt off, put another t-shirt on, film the next video, store it all in Google drive, wake up every morning and post it. But I'll tell you that several truths became really self-evident through that process. Number one, you get way more comfortable on video if you do a lot of videos. I had a great loan officer friend of mine jump into content creation as a strategy. And he just goes, somebody told him, hey, this isn't you, man. A friend, like, cut him down. This isn't you. What are you doing on Instagram? Lame. And he called me. He goes, is it lame? Is it me? Is it not me? And I said, well, of course it's not you. You've done two videos and you look like a robot. Yeah, you're new. You when I hang out with you, you are shoulders back, confident, relaxed, talk to a whole room. So you got to find yourself in this place and you will. So no, you're not you yet because you can't express yourself yet, but you will be. And then that's when you got to put in repetitions. You get better. 
And then I learned that, yeah, guess what, Alec? I was right. Showing up every day on the internet does create connection and opportunity and relationship. It does create business opportunities. That validated for me. And I was like, well, then let's just figure out how to do this well. And that's been my journey from 2018. So we talk about not just ourselves, what we're passionate about. We connect within the community. How can I help others? Those are the important things. We have to be authentic, right? We have to be us. I think that's the biggest thing. I think the biggest turnoff is if you try to be who you are not. I'm a bit quirky. I'm like an eight-year-old boy. Just being honest. I love Star Wars. I love Harry Potter. I'm a little weird, right? And I'm quirky and there's some odd things about me. That's who I am. I have tattoos on my arm. I'm just, this is me. So if I try to go be not me, it's disingenuous, right? And then it just doesn't come across well. So if you're very reserved and quiet and you speak slowly, you be yourself. Don't go out there and try to be like, yeah, what's up? You know, don't not be you. It's the biggest truth that is the hardest thing to live out. Gary. Vanderchuk said the other day, your uniqueness is your advantage, but we are most insecure about our uniquenesses. And if you look at my social media too, you know, Marjorie, you're going to realize we're best friends because I'm holding a lightsaber up on one of my banners on one of my platforms. Yes. Because, and if you look at some of my content on Instagram or on TikTok or any of that stuff, I have collectibles from Marvel and all this stuff around because I grew up reading my dad's comic books that were the original comic books that he bought and collected as he was a kid. They made an impact on me and I've read them and I I love them. When people realize that stuff, we're bad at social media showing our authentic uniqueness because we're insecure about it. But that's actually where all the great business opportunity is going to come from. Yeah, because people connect. You're the number one realtor in the market. But if we can geek out on Harry Potter, I'm using you. Like I'm the one that took my wad and by carry on and got stopped by TSA. Just so we're clear, that's again, you attract your tribe, right? I think that's part of it is don't you want to work with the people? I want to connect with the people who value me and want to be with me and trust me and feel that I am their person, right? So that's the biggest thing is I think I can work all day with people that I don't connect with, that find me weird, that don't appreciate me. And then I'm really not also making the career as joyful. Like my people are my people. Attract and live with your tribe, I think is a big part of it. Well, and we've all worked with that one customer that we hated the experience with. And because we disconnected on, you know, personality profile or whatever it is, why would we want to attract those people? We want to attract people that want to work with us for us. How many times as a real estate or mortgage professional is somebody wanting you to cut your commission all the time? Would you rather work with people that respect what you do and already know what they're getting by working with you? And they come in with eyes open and they want to work with you for the full value of what you bring. Every person out there is like, yeah, I want that then show all that off, be that person on these platforms, and you'll attract that customer. Yeah, which is what we all want. I mean, ultimately, you know, you know, when it's just a miserable fit. So let's get into a couple of things that I also thought were super important. People are listening, they're like, okay, they, they took a little tiptoe, right? I think there's been a step forward. And they're saying, you know, I'm listening. I'm not turning my camera on yet. But I, I'm I have, yeah, exactly. I haven't hung up on you yet. Yeah, I think, oh, I got it. Let's talk about strategies to be consistent. Because I also think, look, realtors, I just can tell you, and lenders, I'm sure, we're a little bit squirrels. And it's like, you know, I posted three years ago, by the way, Alec, I posted five things and it didn't work. And so I'm just telling you, you're wrong. So let's talk about some strategies like frequency. Well, first of all, I love that I posted five things and it didn't work. That's because you're connected to your four people on social media and one of them's your mom. Yeah, no one saw your post. This goes back to let's hit some core strategies like ice. How often are you growing your community? I have a lender who's a buddy of mine in Florida who has 4,500 connections on Facebook and every single one of them is a realtor. Yeah. 
guess what? He's talking to the right audience. He curated that. It didn't happen by mistake. He went and did that in intention to make that happen. You got to grow your audience and connect in it. You, you're not going viral. We got to push buttons and connect to people on these spaces. And that's a very tactical thing. Do it every day. Grow your community. The second thing is, again, this comes back to the dumb sales brain, but one to four o'clock Thursdays and Fridays was broker preview in Orange County. And on Thursdays, one to four was Newport Beach. And on Fridays, one to four was in Costa Mesa. On my calendar as an originator, from Thursday and Friday, from one to four, it was hard blocked. I didn't take customer consultations. I was in my car driving around to broker preview to meet agents because I had a foundational deep belief that consistency wins. And this is a non-negotiable sales strategy for me. I will never miss one. And I didn't for years. And I was affiliate of the year and all that stuff because I showed up every time. Well, when you're 23 and you need someone to believe in you, the only way they're going to do that is if you show up every day. And it radically changed my business. And so I mapped that over to social media and said, ignore the instant gratification culture. I can't make you a believer that this matters. Like, I know that. But if you're inching towards the line that it does matter, if you're kind of like going, okay, you know, I do see the data because the data and the science, it's like, you can't ignore this. Everyone's here. You got to play then you need to show up every day and you need to figure out your strategy. 2018, I was doing one piece of content a day on every platform. I took the same video and I posted it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Same video. Today, I'm putting out almost 50 pieces of content a day across the six platforms that I'm investing in. Okay. Now, some stuff's repurposed, some stuff's coming back from old times. I hired a guy that helps me accomplish this. And how I do it now is I have a once a month for about two thirds of a day, we film. And that's evergreen content that gets calendared out. I use Hootsuite now, it's all posting. And I'm very intentional about what's going out and when it's all done. And then I have usually one to two live podcasts like this one. It's the Modern Lending Podcast. Then I do one to two a month. And then my guy takes clips from that podcast and repurposes clips, all this content strategy stuff. But now my velocity has gone really high. I've gotten better at all of it. Instead of filming 40 takes of one video, I can do 40 videos in one take. And I got better. Weird, but I got better at it. I can't imagine why. Yeah. And then, of course, my reach and my impact has continued to grow with that too. And I'm like, this works. Wow. I'm not telling a realtor or a loan officer you need to make 50 pieces of content a day because for some people, it's need to turn the camera on and make one a week. Yeah, you got to start. But you got to get in the game. So I think one thing that you talked to me about, so in terms of frequency, which was also a really good point, it doesn't matter. Facebook, Instagram, it is a scrolling community. You're just literally like, shling, shling, right, going through. So you can up the frequency here and not be annoying. Now, like if you called me every day and said, hey, Marjorie, I need a client. Can you send me a loan? And then you call me Tuesday and said, Marjorie, I need a client. Send me a loan. Okay, by Wednesday, I'm not answering. And by Thursday, you're probably not able to get through to me. But the frequency and not being annoying is possible based on the time that people, it's just literally scroll. I read scroll, right? It's just a quick, sometimes a little like, which makes us the dopamine. We're like, woo, um, but it's quick. So we have to think about, like you said, the micro impressions and yeah. which create that they know, like you and trust you, right? So there has to be enough frequency, right? You have to show up enough. I have to want to read what you're, I have to be interested. No, you're, that's what we always say, you know, be interested, not interesting. Like I got to be interested, not just in how cute you are. 
that creates that I want to connect with you. This person knows what they're talking about. I feel like I trust them and know them. Then now you call me and I think, oh, I know, Alex. I read your stuff, right? But then you know, I'm sure people all the time, oh, I found you on, which is fantastic because now they already feel like they're connected to you. That's the key. There has to be enough micro impressions, literally. It's like the old school farming, right? When we sold postcards. You sent a postcard, you had whatever, how long, if you had a long driveway, I'm lucky because then I had a longer time to the trash can, right? It's the same thing. I, you know, how long till the trash can of scrolling through and yeah. how do I connect with you? My, one of my favorite quotes is the game didn't change. Just the places we play it are changing. The game is still a relationship game, an impression game, a brand building game, a connection game. Yes. When somebody's scrolling on social media, that means I can post a lot more frequently. I'm not annoying you. Now I can hear somebody being like, well, Alec, I watch these people online and they're posting all the time and I'm really annoyed by them. You're annoyed by them because they're disingenuous. They're talking about themselves, their food, their perfect life, their number one agent status. And that's what you're annoyed by. If they showed up every day with a mission from the Lord of hope, optimism, and positivity, and solutions, and cool new strategies and tactics, and they were their authentic self where maybe they had a lightsaber in the background or they're walking their dumb, fat English bulldog. All of a sudden now you're like, hey, this person's out here to do good in the world. Yeah. Now, I still might have a personality mismatch with them. And that's okay because not everybody likes everybody. That's okay. Agreed. You can still respect that person, admire that person, probably use them for certain things, even if you didn't have a personality match with them. We're not annoyed by the frequency. We're annoyed by the content. And everyone needs to up their frequency dramatically more than they think. And that will dramatically increase their opportunity. So talk to me about cross-post content, right? So if I post on Facebook, I can post on Instagram, I can post in different places. Because again, people like, should I be on Instagram? Once again, are your clients there? Yeah, they are, right? So yes, should be on both because maybe one's on more than the other. Also, by the way, the retiring boomers, like I'm not quite a boomer. People are like, you a boomer? I'm like, not yet, I'm getting there. But like the people that are retiring, we also have the first-time home buyers. So in theory, not necessarily, but first-time home buyers, maybe more on Instagram, maybe people my age more on Facebook, doesn't matter. They're all there. They need to buy, they need to sell. So yes, yeah. we need to be on different platforms. We need to cross content along all these things. One thing that you said, and I think that where I would definitely put myself as guilty with often is it's a two-way street. Why is social media a two-way street? Yeah, this is the most important crux of any strategy, intentionality on these platforms. Even if you're making amazingly great videos and they are helpful and thoughtful and authentic and caring and real, you're not going to maximize their reach if you're not actively loving on other people on these platforms. We talked about this, right? I have access to this free platform where my customers and my realtors are. I can open this up anytime and I can tell them they're awesome. I can tell them that I see them and that I'm cheering for them, that I'm not dead, I'm still here. And they get this great validation and dopamine hit that somebody cares about them and commented on their stuff. They like me immediately more, instantly. And now the likelihood that as I put out my message, that they listen to it, that they pause for a second, they maybe take a little bit longer to see what I'm saying before they go, I'm not totally interested in this right now, but I like this guy, astronomically farther. Putting it simply, go out and be a cool person to other people, right? Like, don't just... Carnegie, you know, is rolling over in his grave about like the how to win friends and influence people like be more interested in other people than you are in yourself. Like you said, like, guys, that game is still being played. It's just now on these other platforms. Go play it the right way. Go play it in service to others. Go play it being interested in others and you'll win. As we're wrapping up, look, clearly it's an undeniable opportunity. So I think we can think of it as the time wasting bragging thing that you use it that way. Yeah, we can ignore it. However, It has to be part of our, I call it a pillar. What do you call it again? Vertical. Vertical. 
I love that. That's my new, I'm going to hashtag that. <laughs> yes. Cause I know so much about hashtag. How do we do it wrong? We're invisible. We don't show up. We continue to make excuses. We continue to use it just as a time waster versus as a connector. We don't understand that it actually leads to more human connection if we do it right. Yep. We post things that alienate people because it's just like my I love me wall. So I don't have one anymore, but you know that as a realtor, like I, I love me wall is look at all of my awards and I'm a million dollar producer and I'm a cubic zirconia level. I love those. Like, like when you get on the plane, right? They're like, and now the diamonds and now the yeah. sapphires can get on and you're like, my God, can I just get on the plane? And we um, hate those people. Yes. Yes. And so, but again, to me, it's, you can show really good at what you do by showing how you're helping people. You don't have to talk about yourself. Those are the things. So let's look at it as I'm building my reputation. I'm working on my brand. I am helping my community. I'm connecting with those I want to be connected with. And by the way, I do want more leads, right? I don't want to buy them. I'm sorry. I am so over the, I'm sitting here at this house waiting for you. And I don't really even want to use you. I clicked a button and you showed up because poof, there you are, right? Like, uh-uh. I don't want to do that. So we have to engage. We have to commit. We have to come up with a strategy. Yep. And we have to realize, as far as I know, it's not going anywhere, right? Other than my space, everything else seems to still be here. Well, and it may change, right? Like the platforms, Facebook may go away. We don't know. And a new one may come up. And are people there? Yeah, then you should go hang out. You should have a strategy there. Stop pretending that what worked in the past is going to continue to work and just continue to evolve. We all know we need to. Sometimes it's hard. What worked, especially I think the more successful you were in something, the harder it is to leave it. Yeah, it's so true. And because I'm so social centric in a lot of my messaging, people forget that I really preach the local aspect and the belly to belly aspect just as hard because it's both. It's both. And or no, it's both. Should I go to broker preview and see agents? Yes. Should I make videos and be in front of them on social? Yes. Yeah. Both. Should I not be a jerk? Yes. All yeah. of those. <laughs> right. Like, Let's do it all. <laughs> and we all have to continue to become better and evolve. And for those of people that are like pissed off because now there's video and now there's social and there's new things to learn, it's like, then don't learn it. But you're just putting opportunity in your... Well, remember, we used to have to fax. It's like I had to go deliver with the manila envelope and then a fax came along and now you can actually scan like a PDF. Things have changed, right? Like yeah. it used to be an MLS book that you weren't supposed to share and everybody did, even though you weren't allowed to. And now there's the internet, right? Yeah. And it's all changing. So we've got to keep like, up with it. I like this comment. Do you ever door knock? No. So the agents that door knock, it's really uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And because you're don't. putting yourself in a massive position of vulnerability. Because you're interrupting somebody's life, <laughs> you knock, knock, and you're trying to provide a good service, but put salespeople into positions of discomfort and vulnerability, all of it. I don't care who you are. It makes you uncomfortable to be in sales because if you want to grow your sales business, you probably need to be uncomfortable. Yeah. All of a sudden now, guess what? That uncomfortableness is because now we have a camera to figure out. And now we have social media platforms to figure out. And we got to put ourselves out there and maybe be mocked by somebody. Maybe somebody's not going to like my style and be like, Alex, so stupid. He has you know the Harry Potter thing behind him. So dumb. Not my people, not my tribe. I'm and here. they move on. Yeah. But and that's I, okay. Because we don't want them all. I mean, I think again, do we want to work with everyone? And people are like, yes. I'm like, I really need you to think about that. Like walk into a room full of people and all of them, really? No, no, no. We want people that respect what we bring to the table, that are excited to work for us for our professionalism and our expertise. And that's the client we want to work with. Yes. This is perfect. Thank you so much. So thank you for coming and joining me on Real Estate Unscripted. Loved it. Influencer, guru, king of the West. <laughs> You're like, please don't say that. But no, really, I think this is important that people really 
take some ownership and think about this and commit to it. What we're trying to do is make people realize this is an important piece of the puzzle that is going to actually help in the end, if you do it right, help you create more relationships, not distance yourself from them. Thousand percent. Thank you for taking your time. I know you're super busy, but I am now going to friend you on everything because you said Harry Potter and that was it. That was it for me. We're in. Could have said that from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you too. Real Estate Unscripted is sponsored by Alcova Mortgage. Alcova is committed to simplifying the mortgage process. Check out the tools we offer to realtors and homebuyers at alcova.com slash realtors. Alcova Mortgage, equal housing lender, NMLS ID number 40508, org. Before we go, please show us some love by subscribing on your listening platform of choice and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this with your friends and be sure to listen in next week. Until then, this is Marjorie Adam. Don't forget to check out the show notes for a recap. This podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support.